What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Conscious Love Show. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that the Inspired Love program is now open for enrollment. If you've wanted to work with me in 2023, this is your opportunity, and you can apply now by going to inspiredloveprogram.com. When you go to that page, you'll have the opportunity to look over some information about the program. You can send in your application if you're ready to apply. And once your application is approved, you'll be able to book a discovery call with our team to find out if this program is the right thing for you. I'm very excited about what we're gonna be doing in the program this year, and I want you to be there. So if you feel like this is the thing for you, go apply now, and we cannot wait to meet you on your discovery call. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Conscious Love Show. And as always, it is an honor, pleasure to be here. Um, This is 4th of July here in the U.S., so we're celebrating our Independence Day and a lot of, I can, I can feel it in the air, you know, a lot of, a lot of good energy from that. Um, something else we are celebrating today, or I don't know, celebrating may not be the right word, but something else we are present to today is that uh, today marks the final two weeks um, that we are open for enrollment for the Inspired Love Program. So I just want to put that out there that, you know, we are closing enrollment soon. Um, the time is, the time is now, right? If you, If you are ready to take this leap, if you are ready to experience a profound transformation in your relationship with yourself, in your relationship with life, in your relationship with love, in your relationship with other people, your feeling of worthiness or, or, you know, deservingness of relationship and love from other people, like all of this, what we're talking about here is a complete transformation in how you feel about yourself and how you feel about love and how you feel about life and how you feel in relationship with other people. And so uh, that's really what the program is about. And, um, you know, I've been interviewing some of the recent graduates and just um, going back through through just so much. And what what I want to say is is that it works, you know, it it really works. And and I've, you know, I've, I've always I've always known it works, you know, it's, it's never been a question for me, but just as I've been interviewing some of these students and really hearing what they, what they experience and how they feel about themselves on the other side of the program. Some of these people, several of them actually have, have created really, really amazing relationships as a result of their experience of the program. And, and I consider that a huge win, right? When somebody comes out of the program and they are, you know, this environment for love and love starts naturally coming into their lives and they start experiencing relationships with people that are distinct from anything they've ever experienced in the past. They go, oh my God, like this is how it's supposed to be. I've, I've never felt this before. I've never, I've never met someone who was this open that we could communicate on this level that, you know, that we could be in touch and, and someone who was emotionally available in this way. Like I've never, I've never experienced this before, but, but there's something inside of me that says, this is how it's supposed to be. Right. And that is a huge win. When I, when I hear clients graduate the program and they come back and they share that with me, that is a huge win. But what I think is even a bigger win than that, you know, the relationship is amazing. And and I'm so grateful that people are using my program to create loving, conscious relationships in their life. But what I think is the bigger win is that these same people also report to me that, yes, this is amazing. 
I've never experienced a relationship like this before. I've never felt like this with someone before. I've never, I've never had a relationship that was this open or this available or this connected or, you know, we were able to get on the same page about what we want and start moving forward in such a natural way. Like, like I've never experienced this before. But even more than that, even though I feel like right now I'm finding the thing that I've always wanted, I'm not attached to it. And I feel a sense of freedom and a sense of power within myself where I know that yes, this relationship is amazing. Yes, it's exciting. Yes, it's different. I've never experienced something like this before. But I also know that if this relationship doesn't work out, or if at some point I realize that it's not what I truly want, or it's not serving my highest good, I know in my heart that I will be okay, that I will be able to do what I need to do, that what, what is right for myself, that I will be able to manage my feelings, my loneliness, my discomfort, the, the loss, the grief. Like I feel, I feel equipped to move through all the experiences of life no matter what might come my way, no matter what I might experience, no matter what I might feel, I feel equipped to move through all of the experiences of life and maintain my power and maintain my confidence, maintain my sense of worth and my sense of who I am. To me, that is the biggest win. That is bigger than any relationship. And yes, as a result of this program, lots and lots of people are getting into relationships. But there is, there is so much... There's so much more here than just getting that. And, and that actually leads me into what I want to speak about today, which the, the topic for today's podcast is that there are two ways to get what you want in life. The two methods or the two approaches to get what you want in life. I just want to shout out, I see Belly, who, Belly, lots of love to you. You're one of my favorite people. And I, 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 Belly just recently graduated the Inspired Love program. And I just want to read her comment that she dropped out. She said, that is exactly what I got out of the Inspired Love program, right? So just want to, you know, don't take it from me, but take it from the graduates who are right here sharing with us, right? So I just want to let you know that that is what happens in the program. That is the result we're aiming for. And it is just, it is a complete life transformation. But jumping into the topic for today, right? Two ways to get what you want in life. There are really only two approaches to get what you want in life. And I'm going to make it very simple in today's conversation. One approach is to try to take what you want from life. So you go out in the world, you find what you want, and you try to take it. You try to take it, you try to get it for yourself. You try to go all, let me get a love. Let me get a relationship. Let me get some money. Let me get all, you know, all the things I want. I'm just going to collect it all for myself and take it all for myself. That is one way to get what you want in life. The other way to get what you want in life is to give. So the first way is to take. The second way is to give. And To give, you're approaching life on a completely different foundation. Because when you're you're giving, the results are not so instantaneous. 
They're not so immediate. It's not about that instant gratification of, let me just go out and get a relationship and then someone loves me and they adore me and they think I'm the best thing since sliced bread and they worship the ground I walk on and that makes me feel really great about myself, okay? That's the taking approach. The giving approach is a little bit different because the giving approach is about giving so much of yourself to life. Giving so much of of your, your truth your authenticity, your power, your beauty, your grace, your love. It is, it is about bringing forth what is in, what is in the deepest parts of your heart and bringing that into life, bringing that into the world, letting the world see that and experience that from you, letting the world feel that from you. Let like, Letting your authenticity touch the hearts of the people around you. Making a significant difference in the lives of the people who are around you. And as you you bring that to life, and as you touch people in that way, what starts to happen is there's like a snowball effect where it's, Like I said, it's not so immediate. You don't get this instant gratification to, you don't get this instant gratification to like, you know, have myself satisfied immediately, right? It requires a little more work on the front end. It requires a little more soul searching. It requires you to be a little bit deeper than the average bear, right? It requires you to know yourself a little bit better than most people know themselves. But what starts to happen as you do this healing work, what starts to happen is you do the healing work and you start to access these deepest parts of yourself and you start to find ways to give them authentic expression in the world. You start to stand out above everyone else. There's there's an energetic quality about you that is different, that people feel differently when they're around you. And what starts to happen, there's like this snowballing effect where the abundance that starts to come into your life is so great and so immense and so big and so like unlimited Right, where you go from, it's like you go from clinging to certain people, right? Where most of us, and this was me for a lot of my life, this is probably a lot of you. And yeah, I mean, a lot of you are going to relate to what I say right now is where, you know, when you're in the dating world, you go out and you, you try to find someone that you think you could make it work with. You try to find someone that you think is your match or, oh, they look the way and they act the way and they say the right things and they've got the style and the attitude and they're just, they're just the cat's meow for me and I just want to be with them. And so like what ends up happening is you're operating in a really, really limited pool of possibility because you're attaching to very specific people and you're wanting to get very specific things from very specific people. And, and you're kind of trapped like that, that becomes a prison because you, you end up being at the mercy of these people. And I know a lot of you, as I say that, you know what it feels like to be at the mercy of someone, 
to kind of have your heart in the palm of their hand and they just, whatever, however they decide to do it is how you're going to feel, <laughs> right? Like you, you have no power in that. And this is when, when we're living in the taking approach, right? When we're living in the taking approach, this is how it feels. You go out, you find someone that you think can give you what you want, and you try to get that from them. You try to take that from them. And what's operating underneath the taking approach is a, is a very strong feeling of unworthiness. And so taking really shows up in two ways. It shows up as I try to take by force. I try to make you give me what I want. Or I try to take by manipulation. So I try to trick you into giving me what I want. And so, you know, forcing is, is the more direct way. You know, you just try to call the shots. You just try to say how it is. You just try to, if you don't do this, then blah, 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 and, and you just, you're very forceful in your approach. And you try to push what you want on someone. You try to make them give you what you want. And then there's the manipulation approach. And then the manipulation approach isn't so direct. It's more like I come around the side and, and I, try to, I try to be who you want me to be. I try to say what you want me to say. I try to show up according to what I think is going to get you to like me. I try to be this perfect version of everything that you know I think I'm supposed to be for you. And, and the idea is, is that somehow, by molding myself, by pretzeling myself, into everything you want me to be, I'll get what I want from you. And whether you're trying to force what you want on life or whether you're trying to manipulate what you want from life, you've got to understand that in either case, it's rooted in a very, very strong degree of unworthiness. And underneath the taking mentality, the taking approach, what's operating there is the belief that my authenticity is not enough for anyone, right? What's operating there is the belief that my authenticity is not enough to be loved, to be received, to be accepted, to be appreciated, to be honored, that who I am is not enough. And so if I'm going to get what I want in life, I can't rely on me just being so amazing that people are going to fall in love with me. I can't trust that because I don't believe that because I don't think that's the truth about me. So I can't just rely on what's true about me to find love. What I have to do is I have to force it or manipulate it in an inauthentic way. And, and I'm going to tell you, like, this is what a vast majority of people are doing. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass with this. And, and I would say, like, even, even those of you who are listening right now, if you're really honest with yourself and if you really look at what's taken place in your relationships in the last several years, if you just really look back and you're really honest about it, 
you will acknowledge that you have tried to force it in many different ways, that you have tried to manipulate it in many different ways, but that you haven't trusted the amazingness of who you are to bring love into your life. Hey everybody, I just wanted to jump in real quick because I know you know about it and I know I've been talking about it on the show, but if you're ready to apply for the Inspired Love Program, I want to let you know exactly how to do that. The first thing you're going to do is go to inspiredloveprogram.com. Once you're on that page, you'll be able to see an outline of the content and the session modules. You'll be able to read testimonials from past students to find out what they got from the program. And when you're ready to apply, you'll find the link to do that right there on that page. You'll know immediately if your application is approved. And once your application is approved, you'll get access to my calendar. You'll be able to book a call with one of my team members to get on the phone face to face and find out if this program is the right thing for you. There's no commitment to book a call and you don't even have to make a decision about the program until after the call. So if you think this might be the right thing for you, go apply for the program now. I want you to know that I put my heart and soul into this program and when we work together, I am gonna give you my absolute best. So I truly hope you take this opportunity to go for it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I truly hope that you are one of the people we get to meet on our discovery calls. Lots of love. You haven't trusted that the God-given gifts of who you are is enough to bring love into your life. You haven't trusted that. And because you don't trust that, because you don't believe that, because you're not confident in that, you default into a taking approach. I have to force it. I have to manipulate it. Because who I am is not enough. And so if it's ever going to happen for me, this is my only chance. This is the only way I can do it. Now, there are, there are several problems with the taking approach and several reasons that it doesn't work long term. Now, in the short term, in the short term, it can work quite well because you can, you can go out and you can get yourself in a situation that will immediately make you feel better in the short term. Right, so you can go out, you can perform, you can manipulate, you can act, you can force, you can push, and you can get some of what you want that way. But what ends up happening is it's only temporary. It's only short-lived. And the more you go down that track, the more you try to manipulate or the more you try to force the further you go down that track, the more you start to feel that unworthiness. Because you've got to understand your actions and your approach reveals what you believe. Your actions and your approach reveals what you believe. Now, I see a comment right here. 
I want to address this. It says, well, maybe I'm the giver and he's the taker, honestly. I understand why you feel that way, but I want you to stay with me on this because you might be surprised as we go along here. It's not always as obvious as it seems, so I want you to stay with me on this. The more you live in that taking approach, the more you reinforce the idea of unworthiness, the more you reinforce that sense of I'm not worthy. And so you might go out and you might, let's just, let's just take an example here. Let's just say you go out and you, you know how to play the game and you know how to say the right things and you know how to do all the flirty things and, and be all attractive and, and get someone to, to like play into your game, right? And let's say you're really good at that. Let's say you know how to do that. Well, you go out and you put on all your stuff and your, your act and your behavior and your, your flirtiness and whatever you do. And you get someone eating out of the palm of your hand. And you might feel really, really good about that. You might feel really, really good about that because you're getting what you want. You're getting that attention. You're getting that validation. Ooh, they're into me. Ooh, they like me. Ooh, they want me. Ooh, look how sexy I am. Look how much they're into me, right? You're, you're feeling all of that. It's giving you what you want. You're getting that instant gratification from it. But then as your relationship with that person develops, and as you go deeper into that relationship, the weight of having to keep up that act the weight of having to always be this perfect model of, of what you think you're supposed to be, of what you think people want from you, the weight of that starts to feel really heavy. And your soul starts to feel suffocated. Because maybe you're even getting love. Maybe this person is even falling in love with you. But the thing is, they're not falling in love with you. They're falling in love with who you're presenting yourself to be. And so the deeper you go into this relationship, and the more you start to live life with this person, the more that the greater that disconnect becomes between who you're presenting yourself to be in the relationship and who you truly are at your core, the greater that disconnect becomes. And, and the more, the more you feel that separation between who you are truly and who you're presenting yourself to be in the relationship, the more painful it feels. And the more you start to feel in your heart and you start to fear that I cannot be myself with this person. That I, that if, if this person was to know me for who I truly am, that they would not want me, that they would not love me, that they would lose interest. And so the, the pressure to keep up the game becomes greater and greater and greater and greater. And the feeling of inadequacy, of not being enough, becomes greater and greater and greater and greater. And what I want you to hear 
is that for you to actually have the life you want in this taking approach, you have to shut down so much of who you are that you become a shell of a human being. And at the end of the day, when you've gotten it all the way you wanted it, and you've got the relationship, and you've got the pretty house, and you've got the family, and you've got the whatever else it might be, and you've, you've forced life to give you what you want. You've manipulated life to give you what you want. And you've got all your ducks lined up, and it's all perfect, and you've, you've mastered this inauthenticity game. At the end of the day, when you have everything you thought you wanted, you're going to feel empty inside. And this is the point where you're probably just going to want to kill yourself. Because you will have exhausted yourself doing everything you could to get everything you wanted in life. And at the end of the day, you still felt empty. At the end of the day, you still couldn't be you. At the end of the day, you still couldn't express yourself as the person you wanted to be, really. And you couldn't be loved for that. And so you worked really, really hard to get everything you thought you wanted, and it was all for nothing. Because at the end of the day, what you're really living in is a beautiful prison. Looks nice on the outside feels empty on the inside. Everyone looks and says, oh, you have such a great marriage. Oh, you've been together for 35 plus years. Oh, it's all so beautiful. Wow, good for you. And inside you go, glad you think so. Because it doesn't feel so good over here. And this is the only place that the taking approach can really lead you. It is the only place you can ever go as long as you try to force or manipulate what you want from life. It's the only place you can ever wind up. So now, what does the giving approach look like? Let's talk about what the giving approach looks like because when you're not forcing or manipulating what you want from life, You are trusting life to bring you what is right for you. You are trusting life to bring you what is right for you. Now, this is a complete reversal from how most people operate. And and by the way, this is what I teach in the Inspired Love Program. Like this, this is the method that I teach. And it is scary for people to step into this approach because to step into this approach, you are literally letting go of everything you have hung on to for security for your entire life. Because you've got to understand that in the back of our mind, we all suspect that we're not enough. It's part of growing up in this world. I don't care if you had beautiful parents who loved you and treated you really well. Okay. Even if your home life, even if your home life was perfect, 
you got enough exposure to toxicity outside of your home that you still suspect you're not enough in the back of your mind. Now, some people, there's a spectrum here. Some people mostly feel like they're enough, but they still have a sneaking suspicion in the back of their mind, like a little doubt or a little fear. Some people firmly believe that they're not enough. They are thoroughly convinced that they are not enough. And truly, the only difference between the two people is the amount of trauma that you've experienced in your life. The people who experience more trauma more firmly believe they're not enough. The people who experience less trauma may have a stronger confidence about themselves, but still in the back of their mind suspect that they're not enough because we've all, we've all been subjected to this. None of us, none of this, none of us are making it out alive, right? So we've all been subjected to this. We've all had these limiting impressions given to us. And at best, At best, we doubt ourselves and are afraid in the back of our mind that we're not enough. At worst, we firmly and thoroughly believe it. But what happens is, when you you try to let go of this taking approach, you let go of this approach that I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to take everything I want from life and I'm going to collect it for myself. When you stop trying to do that, you are literally letting go of everything you've clung to for safety. Because in the back of your mind, you've always said to yourself, well, if I'm not enough, at least I can force it. At least I can manipulate it. And I understand these probably are not conscious thoughts, right? You're not sitting around thinking, well, I can always force what I want out of life, or I can always manipulate what I want out of life. I get it that you're not sitting around consciously thinking that. But when you look at your behavior, when you look at the automatic reactions that you are thrown into, when your fear gets activated, when your unworthiness gets activated, and you immediately start trying to force the outcome, or you immediately start trying to manipulate the outcome, Like, that's how you can start to see what you really believe about yourself. You're not going to find it in your conscious thoughts. Because your conscious thoughts are usually just something you tell yourself to make yourself feel better about all of this. Right? Consciously, we're usually just telling ourselves a story or a narrative that is allowing us to feel better about all the things that we feel inadequate about. But when you look at your reactions, you look at the things that you get triggered into, you look at your moments of desperation, you will start to see how how much you actually believe in your own inadequacy. When you look at your behaviors, when you look at the things you are triggered into, when you look at your moments of desperation, your moments of powerlessness, you know, that time when you just get triggered and then you blow up their phone, 25 messages. And and then you look at it the next day and you go, Oh my God, like who was I last night? What, what came over me? How did I let myself go there? Well, you've got to realize that there is something operating inside of you that is very, very afraid of not being enough that is very, very afraid of being inadequate. 
And you've developed a very elaborate defense mechanism to protect yourself from this. But it's not foolproof. And every now and then, something is going to trigger you in the right way to hit that sensitive part of you where the defense mechanism falls off and what you really believe about yourself comes through. And I'm not pointing the finger here. I've lived this. I work with clients every day who live this. Okay, we had 30 some odd people in my last program, doctors, I mean, authors, like coaches, therapists, amazing people who are all in there going, yeah, this is me too. So I'm not pointing the finger. I'm not saying there's something wrong with you. I'm saying this is the human condition. This is what we're all dealing with here. But there are really two there are really two different kinds of people in this scenario. There are those who are thoroughly asleep. They would never consider not doing the taking approach because they are thoroughly asleep. They have no greater awareness and they are just going to take and take and take and take until they die. And they will probably die miserable and alone even if they're in a relationship with someone. Even if they're even if they're married, even if they've been married for 25 years, they will die miserable and alone inside. Because they have spent their whole life taking. And they have been thoroughly asleep. They never woke up to a greater possibility. They never decided to try a different approach. They just spent their whole life asleep, grasping at what they wanted, grasping at things that they thought would make them feel better. And they do it for so long that they just lose possibility to even do anything else. Now, I'm going to suggest for most of you who are going to hear this message, those of you who are live with me today, those of you who are hearing the podcast, most of you who are hearing this message are not the thoroughly asleep people. I don't even think this message could make it into your life if you were. You would not be the vibration for it. Like, literally, you'd be you'd be too busy watching, like, stupid videos on, you know, Dogs doing backflips or whatever. Not, not that those are stupid. They're kind of fun. But you get the idea, right? Like, like you're not mindless like that. For, for you to even be listening to this message right now, you have to have a degree of intelligence. You have to have a degree of greater awareness. You have to have some introspection, right? You have to be able to see yourself in a greater light, right? So for you to even be hearing this message, I, I don't, like, you can't be one of the thoroughly asleep people. So you are somebody who is awake. If you're even hearing this message, you're someone who's awake. And I think there's good news and there's bad news in that. The good news is it's better to be awake than asleep. 
right? The good news is it is better to have the awareness than to not have it. Because the people who are awake actually have the possibility of having a great life. The people who are awake actually have the possibility of finding true fulfillment, of finding true love. But it's like Spider-Man, right? With great power comes great responsibility. I I always think of that quote. It's like the best quote from Spider-Man, right? With great power comes great responsibility. So for those of you who are awake, those of you who have the consciousness to receive this message right now, you also have a greater responsibility. And you can't just keep doing the shit that asleep people do. Because when you're asleep, it's interesting. Because you're suffering, and you feel unworthy, and you feel disconnected, and you feel lonely, and you feel inadequate, and you, when you're asleep, you feel all of those same things. But what the asleep people have done is created a defense mechanism that is so elaborate and so total, so complete, that they can't even really be aware of how much they're suffering. Like, they don't know that it's suffering. To them, it's just the way it is. It's just life. This is like the same shit, different day people. Same shit, different day. This is just life. This is just how we live. This is just what it is. Just same old boring, unfulfilling, lame, grinding it out for another paycheck kind of life. Right? That's that's how the asleep people feel about life. Their inadequacy and their unworthiness is repressed so deeply that they don't even recognize that it's suffering. And so, like, you just kind of got to feel sorry for them because they, they have no hope. They are just lost. And if you believe in, you know, like some of the Vedic philosophy, what the Vedic philosophy would say is that these people have been lost for millions and millions of years. They're, they're just kind of lost in the universe just incarnating over and over and over again, repeating the same old patterns, just, just you know, hanging on, like grinding it out through life until one day, somehow, some way, something happens that sparks some kind of awakening in them. And you just got to feel sorry for people like that because they have no hope and their life will not get any better. It's just going to be that way till they die. But for the awake people, for those who have an awareness, and I always say the way you know that you're awake is you've come to the conclusion that there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. Right? You've come to the conclusion that there's got to be a better way to live. There's got to be a better way to love. There's got to be a, a better way to feel. There's, there's got, like, there's just got to be a better way. And you might not know what that way is. You might not be in the full embodiment or experience of that yet. 
But you know on some level intuitively in your heart, somehow you have woken up and you have recognized there is a better way to live. There is a better way to love. And when you have that awakening, when you realize that, that is the first step into living a life where you give rather than take. But the thing is, is just because you're awake, just because you have a greater awareness than the majority of the world does, it doesn't mean that you're healed. Like, waking up doesn't mean you're enlightened. It just means that for the first time, you're actually aware of your predicament. So where before, all of your feelings of inadequacy and unworthiness and self-doubt and fear was so repressed that you couldn't even be aware of it, well, now it's right in your face. Now you can't hide from it anymore. Now you feel it all very fully, very potently. It's like right there in front of you. You can't not see it. And this is where my clients usually come to me. Is somewhere in these, in the beginning phases of awakening. And, and I, I mean, I've, I have people in my programs who have been doing healing work for many years. So I don't want to say, I don't want to say they're all beginners, but, but people come to me usually at the place where, at the place where they, they've awakened and they've become aware of their stuff and they feel deeply in their heart that they cannot go back to their old ways. Their old ways do not work for them. All they do is create suffering. And, and because your suffering is not repressed anymore, it's right in your face. And, and so now, like, you can't even do the things that you used to do because it just hurts so much to do it. Like, some people, some people tell me, they're like, Shane, I just, I just cannot even look at another dating app. Like dating apps just make me want to like rip my skin off and vomit. <laughs> Whereas before, you know, in the previous years when you were younger, maybe you might have spent, you know, hours just mindlessly scrolling dating apps. And just maybe I'll find my person one of these days. But now you're at a place where it's like, oh my God, like even the, even the thought of opening a dating app creates such a visceral reaction in my body that I just want to stomp on my phone. Like, like, right. So if you're in that place right now where you're starting to recognize that all the old stuff doesn't work, you know, for me to go out on another date with someone and just try to play the I want you to like me game and just try to show them how great I am. Just have them turn around and ghost me like I can't even I can't even deal with it anymore. <laughs> like it, it just it doesn't work. And I'm so clear that it doesn't work. And it hurts so much 
to just keep trying to force it or manipulate it. Like, I just, I can't do it anymore. This is the place where people usually come into my programs. Because if you've had an awakening where you realize that the old stuff doesn't work, as I said, with great power comes great responsibility, okay? You are right now tapping into great power. You are right now tapping in to the God force within you, the force that creates universes. Like you are right now in your awakening, tapping into that power, but you don't know what to do with it. You don't know how to use it. You don't know how to direct it. And this is where it's time for you to take responsibility for yourself and for your life and learn. What do I do with it? Hey everybody, I just wanted to jump in real quick because I know you know about it and I know I've been talking about it on the show, but if you're ready to apply for the Inspired Love Program, I want to let you know exactly how to do that. The first thing you're going to do is go to inspiredloveprogram.com. Once you're on that page, you'll be able to see an outline of the content and the session modules. You'll be able to read testimonials from past students to find out what they got from the program. And when you're ready to apply, you'll find the link to do that right there on that page. You'll know immediately if your application is approved. And once your application is approved, you'll get access to my calendar. You'll be able to book a call with one of my team members to get on the phone face-to-face and find out if this program is the right thing for you. There's no commitment to book a call and you don't even have to make a decision about the program until after the call. So if you think this might be the right thing for you, go apply for the program now. I want you to know that I put my heart and soul into this program and when we work together, I am gonna give you my absolute best. So I truly hope you take this opportunity to go for it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I truly hope that you are one of the people we get to meet on our discovery calls. Lots of love. How do I access that God power in my soul and bring it into the world? And as you learn to do that, as you learn to do that, what starts to happen is you give and you give, and you give, and you give. And at first, you might not feel a lot coming back to you. Because, because you're new. You still got your training wheels on. Right? You're just, you're just getting comfortable with it. But you keep giving, and you keep giving. And then what starts to happen is you start to transition from, I'm not giving because I want to get something. I'm not giving because I, because, you know, I feel like if I give and give and give, eventually they're going to love me. Like I'm not giving because of that. I am giving because giving is in alignment with my soul. I am giving because I am a gift and gifts are meant to be given. I am giving because I have so much inside of me. 
And the only thing that makes sense to do with all of this is to share it, to let the world see it, to let, to let it touch someone's heart. That's why I'm giving. And so you start to move into this place of, I'm not even concerned with what I'm getting anymore. I'm not even worried about, is it going to happen for me? Is it not going to happen for me? When is it going to happen? Why isn't it happening? What am I doing wrong? I'm not even worried about that. I'm just so connected to the gift that I am and how good it feels to share this gift with the world. And as, as, it start, as you start to do this, what starts to happen is you start to feel confident about those gifts. You start to develop faith with those gifts. You start to believe in those gifts. And then little by little, the world starts to respond to those gifts. And what you end up with is an abundance of everything. An abundance of love, an abundance of resources, an abundance of everything. Because the only thing that's happened, really, the only thing that's happened is you moved from a model of internal insufficiency that leads to feelings of desperation, defeat, hopelessness, doubt, unworthiness, inadequacy. And so I'm approaching life from a context of insufficiency and life as a reflective mirror is reflecting back to me that internal feeling of insufficiency. And so I'm going out chasing people, trying to make them love me, and they never love me. Why? Even though I show them my best, even though I give them everything I have to give, they still don't love me. And why? Why don't they love me? It's because I started by feeling insufficient. And so no matter how hard I work, no matter how hard I exhaust myself, no matter how badly I turn my wheels, the only thing the universe can ever reflect to me is my own insufficiency. Because that's what I'm bringing to it. And all you're doing is you're moving from a model of internal insufficiency to internal abundance. And as you express the abundance that you are in the world, it comes back to you tenfold, over and over and over and over and over again. That reflective mirror just reflects more love and more light back to you. And the more you put that out, the more it comes back. So this is, this is moving 
from a taking model based in insufficiency to a giving model based in abundance. And so what you've really got to get to, if you want to really have love in your life, and and love is, I mean, love is even such a misused term because it's like to, when I say, when I say to have love in your life, most of you hear that and you think that means a relationship. That means somebody who loves me. And Yes, that's part of it. Yes, it does. That is one of the manifestations. That is one of the ways it shows up. But when I say have love in your life, if you think that means having some person to love you, then you've got to recognize you're still living in the taking model because you're still thinking about it in terms of what you can get. And that is always going to leave you empty-handed. You see, to have love in your life does not mean that you have another person who loves you. And yes, as I said, that is one of the manifestations. That is one of the ways it shows up. Graduates of the Inspired Love Program frequently find themselves in healthy, loving relationships. That is one of the manifestations. But having love in your life is not about having another person to love you. Having love in your life is about being so filled up by the love that you are. Again, like I said, it's that God force inside of you. It's being so filled up by that, that it's literally, it fills your whole body and pours out through your cells And everybody around you sees it. And they start to say things like, I've never met anybody like you before. Where did you come from? And what's really interesting is in dating, when you start to experience this shift, what happens in dating is where, you know, before you were always like, feeling this kind of desperation and wondering like, is anybody going to love me? And always kind of grasping for the love of someone else. But what starts to happen is you start going out on dates and one, the feeling of like, are they going to like me? Are they going to love me? Are they going to want me? Am I going to be enough? Like that's just not even really there anymore. Maybe in a very, very small way, like in the background, it's there, but it's not really, it doesn't really show up like that anymore. It doesn't really feel like that anymore. And then as you're, as you're dating this person, maybe you're out to dinner with them and you're sitting there talking with them, you start to feel like, I don't know if this is what I'm looking for. This just doesn't feel right to me. Like, I don't, I don't really know if this is the kind of person where in the past you would have been so in your stuff about how you can get them to like you that you wouldn't have even, like you wouldn't have even known how you felt about them or not. But it's different now. Because, and this is not like, 
I want to make this clear. This is not a conscious process. Like you're sitting there thinking all of this in your conscious mind. It's something you feel in your soul. Like when you start to feel that the, when you start to feel the love that you are, when you start to feel the love that you are moving through you and you actually feel the magnitude of that energy, you feel how powerful that is. Intuitively, you start to say to yourself, I need someone who can match this level of energy. And what you start to see is that the majority of people in the world just can't. They just can't. Because they're all living in the taking model. They're all living in the insufficiency model, which is literally day by day draining their energy. It's literally day by day weakening them, making them feel more inadequate, more insufficient, more desperate, more alone, more disconnected. And so you start to become patient But what's really interesting is because before there was this deep feeling of inadequacy that needed to be completed. And so you were kind of desperately like craving a relationship because you felt so inadequate all the time and you needed to make that better. And subconsciously you believed that a relationship would be the thing that would do that. It it doesn't actually do that. If you've been in a relationship and it didn't do that, that that should have been enough to to demonstrate to you that it doesn't do that. But what you probably told yourself is, no, it was just the wrong relationship. And so you leave the person and you go looking for someone else and then you do it all over again. You say, well, they were also the wrong relationship. And then you go, all I can meet are toxic people. Well, it's not about the people. It's about you. It's about what you're bringing to the game or not. But after you've experienced this shift, after you've experienced this transformation, you realize that not everybody is on your level. And so you realize like, okay, I'm going to have to maybe be a little bit patient while I wait for the right person to show up for me. But the difference is that the craving and the desperation that you used to have to be in a relationship with someone isn't there anymore. Because you're so full of the love that you are. You feel it so fully in your whole body. Like I said, it fills your body and it spills out through your pores. It it doesn't mean you're never lonely. You're lonely sometimes. It doesn't mean that you never feel lost or, you know, that your old stuff doesn't come up. That happens sometimes. But there's a different quality to it. There's a, there's a certainty about who you are and the value that you are that just, it, it feels so different. You know, I, I can't really, like, all I can say about this is that you, when you experience it, you will know it. And I remember, I remember the shift happening for me. Because I lived in that inadequacy model my whole life. 
you know, and I'm not even, I'm not even proud to admit this, but I want to admit this because I want you to hear how real this was for me. When I used to look for a partner, when I was single, and this is, you know, when I was living in the inadequacy model, when I was single and I would be, you know, if I was at a party or at a dinner or out with friends or wherever, and I would be looking around, you know, wanting a relationship, wanting to meet someone. I would look for someone who was attractive enough that I could be attracted to them, but not so attractive that I thought they were out of my league. And I would try to gauge, I would try to find this sweet spot of who is at that right level where they have a limited enough amount of options that they would actually want me, that I would be at like the top of their options, but not so high that they would be out of my league. Again, I'm not proud to say that. Like that's, that's not my proudest moment right there. But that was my manipulative little strategy. That was how I thought I could take what I wanted from life. And here's what would often happen. So I would go approach one of these people that I thought was in that perfect range of, you know, I would be at the top of their league and, you know, the whole dynamic I just described. Like, I would go try to find someone like that. And then we would get involved in some way. And what would happen, also not super proud to admit this, but hey, this is reality, right? And I'm sure I'm not the only one. What would happen is I would end up becoming more attached to them than they were attached to me. And they would end up having the upper hand in this relationship. So here was this person that I had initially said was like not super attractive, but attractive enough for the whole thing I described. Six months later, they have absolute power over me. And like, I mean, to, to go from someone that I didn't think was that great to begin with, and then six months later, they have like absolute power over me. And, and I'm like, I mean, like talk about a hit to the ego. <laughs> like talk about really reinforcing that sense of inadequacy. And that happened to me over and over and over again. But after this transformation, like after I experienced this transformation in my soul, it changed. That whole dynamic changed. And I started going for people that I thought were the absolute pinnacle for me. And I got rejected. And you know what? It didn't even really hurt that bad. Because part of what came with this, and, and this is something I hear the Inspired Love graduates, they, they talk about a lot, is this sense of like, it's okay for someone to not want me. Like, just a recognition that I'm not for everybody. And that's okay. Everybody's not for me. And that's okay. Like, I can, like, it is okay for me to be vulnerable with someone, to put myself out there with someone, to take a risk with someone. 
and to have them be a yes to me or have them be a no for me. And when they were a yes, it was like, okay, awesome. Here's an opportunity. Let's see where it goes. It wasn't this, oh my God, they like me. Oh, this is everything. I'm finally fulfilled. Which is a desperation reaction. It wasn't that. It was, oh, okay, cool. They're into it too. Let's see what happens. This is exciting. And when they were a no, it was like, respect. I think it's awesome that you know what you want. Like, big respect. Glad to have known you. I hope you find what you're looking for. And I'm not taking your no personally. Because I am very clear about the gift that I am. And I am not going to diminish that just because you're looking for something else. So for those of you who are awake, those of you who are present enough to see your own stuff and to feel your own stuff so you can see the inadequacy, you can feel the inadequacy, you're present to your struggle with it, okay, it's not, it's not so deeply repressed that you're not even aware of it, but it's actually present for you. It's in your face. You're struggling with it right now. That's who I'm talking to. And it's time to take responsibility for that. You know, I did, a, I did an interview yesterday with Vanessa, and um, I, would, I would really encourage everybody. It's on my Instagram channel if you want to go back. Um, we were live on Instagram yesterday. And I would really encourage everyone to go watch this interview because she, she shared some amazing things. But one thing she shared was that, you know, she goes, she said, when I was thinking about joining the program, I was struggling with, like, you know, if I could afford it. And, and, you know, if, if I, if I wanted to make the investment and she said, what I realized is that I couldn't afford not to do it because I could not continue living my life like this. Hey everybody, I just wanted to jump in real quick because I know you know about it and I know I've been talking about it on the show, but if you're ready to apply for the Inspired Love Program, I want to let you know exactly how to do that. The first thing you're going to do is go to inspiredloveprogram.com. Once you're on that page, you'll be able to see an outline of the content and the session modules. You'll be able to read testimonials from past students to find out what they got from the program. And when you're ready to apply, you'll find the link to do that right there on that page. You'll know immediately if your application is approved. And once your application is approved, you'll get access to my calendar. You'll be able to book a call with one of my team members to get on the phone face to face and find out if this program is the right thing for you. There's no commitment to book a call and you don't even have to make a decision about the program until after the call. So if you think this might be the right thing for you, go apply for the program now. 
I want you to know that I put my heart and soul into this program. And when we work together, I am going to give you my absolute best. So I truly hope you take this opportunity to go for it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I truly hope that you are one of the people we get to meet on our discovery calls. Lots of love. I just, it, it, to, to feel the greatness within you and to struggle with it, with like the, the disconnect between knowing who you are, like, like feeling that God stuff within you and then to, to be thrown into these experiences of desperation. And, and to like feel such a disconnect between who I know I am in my soul and the way I show up in relationships. I couldn't live with that either. So I know exactly what Vanessa was talking about because I couldn't live with that either. And I remember, you know, I want to I talk about money for a second because... You know, money is an interesting thing and, and definitely the program costs money and it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it any other way. If I could do it for free, I wouldn't. And here's the reason why I wouldn't is because you need to make an investment in yourself. You need to have something on the line here. I've done free programs before. You know what happens? Most people don't even show up after the first couple sessions. Everyone wants everything to be free and then you give it to them for free and they don't even take it seriously. Okay. It is important that you make an investment in yourself. That's number one. That is important. That is actually a part of the program. Number two, if you look at a program like this and you say, I can't, I can't afford it. What that is revealing to you is the inadequacy that you currently live with. And, and I, I'm, I'm, that is not a judgment. I want you to hear me on this. This is not a judgment. This is, this is real what I'm talking to you about. Because I remember I had done, I had gotten a free gift to a training. Um, and this was a, this was a training that if you were to do this training today, it would probably be, probably be, you'd pay at least a thousand dollars, if not more to attend. And uh, a friend of mine gave me a free, a free gift to this. And it was, it was truly a gift. And I was really touched by the training, actually. But then Sunday night of the training, it was time to sign up for part two. And basically, the, the training I had done, which was part one, it was like an introduction. It was like, we're going to do a few exercises. We're going to break down some of the core distinctions for you. And we're going we're gonna to kind of give you an example of what this work can offer you. Right? And that was the training I had done. That was part one. Part two was when they really did the deep work. So that was when they did the cathartic work. That was when they did the, um, like just the, I mean, cathartic is a great word for it, but it was, it was just deep, deep work. Um, I've shared some stories of just different experiences I've had and things, but I'm not going to get into all that right now. But, but part two was where the deep work happened. And part two, I think was about $1,200. And at the time, I just want to let you know where I was at the time. At the time, I was making between three and $400 a week. 
I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was cleaning swimming pools in South Florida. So um, anybody who's familiar with Florida culture, everybody has a pool. And my job was to like drive around from pool to pool and clean them and, you know, do the chemicals and all that. And so I was making three to 400 bucks a week, cleaning swimming pools, living paycheck to paycheck. I did not have an extra 1200 bucks laying around. And at the time, I felt like a victim. You know, I, I felt like, I, I felt like, you know, life has been so hard for me and, you know, other people got it much easier than I did and, and all of this. Well, what I actually woke up to when I got honest and when I took responsibility for my life is that, no, I did not get a worse deal than everyone else. Life is hard for everyone. But what was going on for me was I was not taking responsibility for my life. I was not expressing the greatness that I have inside of me out in the world. And my income reflected that. And I was talking to some of the coaches in this training and I told them, you know, I really want to go to part two. I think part two is going to make a huge difference for me. I got a lot out of part one. I really want to go to part two. And what they said to me was, look, if you're committed, you'll make it happen. You'll find a way. And that was tough for me to hear at the time. I didn't want to hear that, but it was the truth. You see, I had lived my entire life prior to that point within a context where money was a constant limitation. And this had been, I had been raised in a context of poverty when I was a little kid. My dad had a fucked up manipulative, uh, manipulative relationship with money. My dad would, you know, have me go to work with him for the day and say he would pay me. And then at the end of the day, he wouldn't pay me. And he'd find some stupid excuse of something I fucked up. And that's why he wouldn't pay me. And he would critique me on that and give me these little criticisms of everything I was fucking up. And, and this is why I won't pay you for work. So, so I had a fucked up relationship with money and I'd been taught a fucked up relationship with money my whole life. But now here I am really, really wanting something, really, really feeling in my heart that I was meant to do this training, that this training was going to open up something for me. And what I wanted was I wanted them to make an exception. I wanted them to give me a scholarship. I wanted them to say, oh, we understand how hard your life has been. We understand that you had a fucked up situation growing up and that you don't make a lot of money and we're going we're gonna to give you a scholarship. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted someone to enable my smallness. And instead, they said, look, you're a powerful human being. You're a creator. There are lots of ways to make money. If you're committed, you'll figure it out. Nobody had ever talked to me like that before. Nobody had ever taught me that before. But what they were actually challenging me into was they were challenging me into my own worth. They were saying, you are worthy enough to do this training. And you are powerful enough that when you connect to that worth, you can show up in the world in a way where you can make 1200 bucks in the next week. And that was, that was a big leap for me. I had never made 1200 bucks in a week in my entire life. But I decided to listen. 
I decided to take the coaching and, and, and this is what was great too. They offered me coaching, right? They said, we're not going to give you a scholarship to the program, but if you want to go out and find a way to make it happen, we'll coach you on doing that. I said, awesome, coach me, let's do it. And I worked with a coach and within three days, I generated enough money to pay for the program. Someone's asking, how did I come up with the money? I did a lot of different things. I took on odd jobs. I reached out to everyone I knew. I said, hey, I really want to do this training. I need this amount of money by this day. I'm looking for anything I can do to make a little extra money. Sent messages out on Facebook. I asked friends of friends, if you know anyone who needs something done, like just let me know. I, I asked people if they could loan me the money. I asked people if they could gift me the money. And so it was, it was a mix of all these different things. But within three days, I had enough money for the training. Then that training was five days. At the end of that training, there was a part three, which was a three-month coaching program where you actually integrate these things into your life. That cost twice as much as part two did. And I did it all over again for a second time. It took me a little bit longer this time. It wasn't three days. It was more like 10 days or something. But I went out and I created twice as much money for this training. And what I really want to share with you about that, what I really want to let you know, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It was about me understanding how worthy I was and how powerful I was that if I wanted to create that, I could. And that experience was a huge part of me feeling worthy enough to even ask my wife out when I met her. Now, I want you to get this too, because that training completely changed my life. I would not have the career that I have today if I hadn't done that training. I would not have the marriage that I have today if I hadn't done that training, I would not have the friendships I have today if I hadn't done the training. I would not have the home. I would not have the, like, there would not be one aspect of my life that would be the same if I had not done that training. I actually met my wife through that training. If I had let money become a limitation to me doing the healing work that I needed to do, I never would have even met my wife. So the question isn't, can you afford it? The question is, can you afford not to do it? And I know I'm, I'm being a little bit direct and a little bit confrontive with you right now, but it's because like, I know how this works. And you cannot let money or anything else be a limitation to the life that you are meant to live. As long as you allow that to make decisions for you, you are reinforcing your unworthiness. You are reinforcing your limitation. And nothing is going to change for you. I'll keep coming back to it. With great power comes great responsibility. And since I did those trainings, 
I have never struggled with money since. Yes, there have been times when I didn't have a lot of money. It wasn't like I started making tons of money right after the training. I was still living paycheck to paycheck. But what that created in me was an awareness of myself as powerful enough to create what I need in life. That was where my coaching career started. I mean, just every aspect of my life started there. And you have a similar opportunity right now. I want to say that. Like, the Inspired Love Program is a similar opportunity. And if I had any doubts, you know, interviewing these graduates has has sealed up all my doubts. Because what the graduates are saying to me when I'm talking to them, I could not ask for them to say something better. They are, they are leaving this program with exactly what they need to create a life in love that they will truly be in love with. And so what I want to say, and I'm going to end with this, is that if you are, if you are aware that it's time for you to do some healing work, if you are aware of that, if you can feel that, if you know, if you can feel that there is some greatness inside of you that you're just struggling to tap into, you can feel it's there, you know it's there, you see it, but you just struggle to tap into it, then I want you to do the Inspired Love Program. And I'm talking to you right now, whoever, whoever you is who's receiving this message. If you feel that, I want you to do this program. You know, this program is not information. A lot of people are out there selling information. This program is not information. This program is transformation a way of feeling about yourself, a way of knowing yourself, an awareness about who you truly are and the gift that you truly are that will allow life and love to bring everything that's meant for you right into your life. And you don't have to force it. You don't have to manipulate it. All you have to do is surrender into your natural flow. Find the love inside of you and express it in the most beautiful and natural ways that you possibly can. Share it with everyone you meet and life will return all of it to you tenfold. I just want to shout out Rami. She's 
she's been dropping uh, comments throughout the day, but she says, I am a graduate of the Inspired Love Program and everything Shane is promising is true. You guys love yourself enough to change your life through this program. You deserve it and the world deserves your love. So that's Rami. She just graduated the last Inspired Love Program. Um, you know, it's just like what it, what it really is, is it's like you are worthy of investing in yourself on this level. You are worthy of making this commitment to yourself. You are worthy of choosing to heal. Some of you may be so used to just saying no to things because of your limitations without even engaging with it. But like, I really, I really want you to get this. Like if you could find it in yourself to take this step, this could be the first step in you asserting your own worthiness. Like just you saying, I am worthy of this program. I am worthy of this investment. I am worthy of this healing. I am worthy of doing this work, right? Like just you saying that could be enough to change how you feel worthy in every aspect of your life across the board. From the bottom of my heart, and I know, you know, we're, we're in the last couple weeks now, and I know I've been talking about it a lot. And, um, and I'm not going to talk about it forever. You know, we're, we're closing enrollment down in two weeks. But as we go into these final couple weeks of the program of, of, the, of the launch of enrollment, you know, I really want you to understand the opportunity that is here for you. By investing a little bit of your money and a little bit of your time, by just putting aside whatever you're chasing in your life right now, whatever, whatever you're out there grasping at to try to feel better or feel more worthy, if you could just put that aside for the next few months and do this program instead, the life that would be opening up for you three months from now on the other side of the work we're going to do together, you never have to go back to feeling that way. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. You know, if you really want to if you really want to grow into the giving model. You really want to let your life be a reflection of sharing your beauty and your love and your gifts with the world and having it all come back to you tenfold. If you want to stop exhausting yourself and forcing yourself, that's the opportunity that's available here. And whether you do it or not, you're going to have all my love, all my support. It's going to be there. But this program is something special. And it's something you're not going to, you're not going to find this anywhere else. You know, I just, I'll share this one more thing. Like, because this is so much of the feedback the graduates have shared with me is that, you know, a lot of, a lot of the graduates have done lots of dating programs and lots of relationship programs. And 
what what they've shared with me is that nothing, nobody is teaching this. Like people are teaching you how to navigate dating apps. People are teaching you how to say the three magic words that get someone to love you. You know, people are teaching you the tips and the tools and the tricks and the strategies and, you know, all like people are teaching the force and manipulation model. That's what people are teaching. But people aren't teaching you how to be so connected to yourself that you create a magnetic energy around you that just brings endless abundance into your life in the form of love and everything else. You can attend it from anywhere in the world. You know, it's about making it happen. Like, look, I, I had people in the last program who were attending from India at 4.30 in the morning, waking up at 4.30 in the morning to get on and attend the program. Like, I'm going to say the same thing they said to me when I did the training, you know? It's like, if you're committed, you'll make it happen. If it's important enough to you to experience this transformation, you'll find a way. Sending so much love to all of you, you know, wherever you are on your journey, um... Yeah, just sending you so much love. You know, I, I know. I, I know because I do this work and I, I talk to people every day. I know that what you are confronting on this journey is challenging. I know that it rocks you sometimes to your very soul. And I want to be there to support you in that. I want to show you how to navigate that. I want to empower you within these immense challenges that you're experiencing. So it doesn't have to always feel this way. So you don't have to always struggle this much. And that's what the Inspired Love Program is there for. Sending you so much love, everyone. Thank you for being with me today. Um, wherever you are, however you're receiving this message, lots of love. I'll be back with you next Tuesday. Much love, many blessings. Hope you all have a great 4th of July in the U.S. Great Tuesday everywhere else. And I'll see you back here next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks again for checking out the show. Please subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on the most. And I would love it so much if you leave a review and tell people what you think of us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Living Relationship to connect more closely. And I'm grateful to be supporting you on your journey to love.